Hello everyone, welcome back to our Walk Daily Podcast where we talk about how it looks like for us to walk with Jesus every single day. We are actually navigating through questions and challenges we may have about our Christian life. Madami ho tayong mga katanungan. And so today, we have invited a dear friend. But before that, my name is Paolo. I am one of the pastors at Victory Fort. Pastor Dennis, uh, who is our guest today, is our pastor in Victory, Makati. Uh, I've known him since he was... Uh, what is it? It's not college. It's no? college. I think college when I met him. Uh, and then we met each other and became friends. To, to be very honest, I learned a lot from him. And so that's why I am so excited for him to be here. He's written a few books, several books, Act Like a Man, uh, Rich for Life, just different ones. Uh, you can Google him. You'll find him there. Pastor Dennis, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Paolo, for inviting me and to all our listeners. Hello. Sige. Uh, today, we are going to talk about a topic. Because uh, he's written a book called Act Like a Man. And there's a topic that often comes up when you talk about manhood. Is uh, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Ano nga ba yan? What is toxic masculinity? How do we define that? How do we know? Is it a good thing? Is that a bad thing? How do we know if we're getting that direction, moving that mm-hmm. direction? Uh, enlighten us, Pastor Dennis. All right. According to Oxford Dictionary, yon. Yan. Toxic masculinity is a set of attitude and ways of behaving stereotypically associated with or expected of men regarded as having a negative impact on men and society as a whole. Which means, uh, may stereotype na tayo of what masculinity is and it's having a negative impact on our culture. That's toxic masculinity. Now, it could be different from different contexts. But if we look at scripture, we would now see that there are certain expectations and roles that men need to have and embrace and if we don't embrace this, it actually makes it toxic, first of all, to our family. And, and that's why this is such a very important topic. Uh, Pastor Paolo, maybe let me give an example for that definition. Uh, I think men, we would always said men are called to lead. Yet for many of us, when we hear that statement, a lot of men would think that's like being a tyrant or a dictator. If I say something... You need to follow. Now, that's toxic masculinity. You know, it's trying to manipulate and control things all the time without hearing out the opinion of your wife and you think you're always right. And because you have the last say, you know, I don't need your opinion. I don't need to hear it. If I say this, everybody follows, right? And now that has a negative effect. And we've seen that in movies, yung pagiging machismo, Diba? Yung parang, you know, I won't be vulnerable, I won't open up. If I'm hurting, if I'm sick, I won't tell people. And then it affects the whole family, it affects the finance because you've kept it all along. And now here we are, we're the one paying the bill because you're not open or vulnerable enough. Now, so there's many traits of toxic masculinity out there that I think uh, we need to also expose. Sige, um, here's a good question because we don't want to go that direction because it will produce a negative effect. But mm-hmm. there are parts of manhood that now we're missing out on because we don't know the real definition of manhood. Mm-hmm. From the basis of scripture, what does it look like uh, you know, to become a man, whether God, God's, uh, after God's own heart or the definition, what, what the scriptures say about manhood. Yeah, 
I, I think Paul, Moses, Paul, there, there's so many verses that would talk about manhood or the blueprint of what makes a man a man. But if you would look at scripture, it's very straightforward. There's always that command for us to be strong and courageous, to uh, protect the people around us, uh, to be providers for our family. So there's a set of clear expectations in scripture. Husband, lead the family, love your wives as Christ loved the church, which requires dying to yourself, being selfless, learning how to live a life of sacrifice. So may expectations, may mga boundaries na binigay yung scripture for us that if we study it and apply it in our lives, I think would bring so much blessing to our nation and to the culture in general. No? Ayun lang nga, uh, because nga of a lot of narratives out there about men, in some ways we are, uh, hate to say this, no, it's like being emasculated by the culture because of the expectation now of the present culture and we're moving away from the blueprint of what makes a man a man. Sige. How do we now balance no? or, or at least manage mm. the tension? Because there's a, a wrong way to define masculinity uh, that is so toxic and it's gone sobrang in the deep end. But on the other side, um, you know, you read articles from Time or uh, fa- uh, yeah. Fast Company talking about the man-child and mm. the Peter Pan syndrome. Mm-hmm. How do you manage that tension? You know, Pastor Paolo, there's no easy way to answer this. Mm. But I'll try to answer it uh, based on the experience that I have. Mm. It's so easy to make definitions of what makes a man a man. Mm. right? Uh, when I wrote the book, Act Like a Man, it's in my blogs. It's a collection of my blogs. Man is a king. Man is a provider. Uh, a warrior. Man is a disciple. Man is a friend. Those are good, clean definitions. But what helped me along the way to even write that book is the community of men that I surrounded myself with, right? How do you know it's not toxic masculinity? Uh, this is not a mutual admiration club, no, Pastor Paolo, but let me just tell you, Pastor Paolo, yung, when you guys invited us to your circle of people you're discipling and building relationship with, for me, that was like I went into the school of manhood to see how it's done in the community by godly fathers and godly men. That now we could, I'm doing it now to the next generation of men. And you did not sit me down. And, you know, We never had that discussion, Dennis, huh? number one, two, three, four. This is the definition of manhood. It's so easy to blog about it. But to live it out and see it in the flesh, that's where the church community comes in. And now we get to see living examples of what manhood is. One of the most downloaded talk in TED, uh, in TED Talk is the demise of guys, mm. right? It talks about the number one problem why there are a lot of Peter Pans is because we have failed to model what a real man is. Wow. There are no models. Uh, we live in a fatherless society. Uh, either the father is no longer at home or they're very passive. So those are not done by definitions eh? It's something people see. More is caught than taught, right? And I want to challenge everyone. And I love the title of this podcast. It's Walk Daily. It's when I started walking with people like you, Pastor Joey, Bishop Ferdy, the men in our church, uh, my victory group now who are not pastors. And I see their life. I get to see clear definitions of the concept of what true manhood is. 
And I also get to counsel a lot of toxic masculinity. So I get to see both. Eh. And it would go back to the fruit. Eh. No? Uh, I think the root, the tree would have its fruit. And you will see this is a good fruit. This is the right definition. And there's scriptures to back it up. And this is toxic masculinity. And that's, that's beautiful. That's amazing. I, I think about my own journey. Those of you who are listening to this, maybe you are saying, I, I don't have a dad or I... Didn't, I'm, I'm growing up, it seems like he's home, but he's really not. So that was my situation. I didn't see my dad for 15 years. I grew up without a dad. Mm. But thanks be to God. Thank you, Lord, that there were people like Joy Bonifacio, Ariel Marquez, Ferdi Kabiling, Steve Merle, different people who I could look at the same way Dennis. We just looked at the lives of other people. There was no... No, even formal saying, uh, them saying, okay, this is mentoring time, huh? We'll sit down. There was nothing like that. We just ate together, uh, had a conversation together, had a conversation together, and we learned from that. So I think for, for those of you who are listening, and, and maybe you grew up without a dad, that's something that you can consider. Get 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 along with others and and without even formally asking, just say, can we have coffee? Can we mm-hmm. talk? Can we have a conversation? As we wrap our time up today, uh, I want to ask Pastor Dennis to pray and uh, that we would be able to capture the biblical definition of what it means to be a man because there are roles and function. Again, uh, men and women are created with equal value and dignity, Mm -hmm. really just different with roles and function. But we would be able to um, capture the biblical definition. If you could pray for us, Pastor Dennis, as we end our time. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we know that in today's culture and age, so much talk about toxic masculinity and the stereotypes of men. But Lord, we also know that there is a community that you have formed in our churches where godly men exist, where godly men love their wives and their kids and lead with the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God and the wisdom of God. I pray, Lord, that even for our listeners today, we would cross that bridge of learning concepts and living it out in community. Lord, I pray, God, that even as you have given us godly men growing up, like Pastor Paolo and me, Lord, when we were clueless about what manhood is all about, you've given us men that walked with us, guided us, mentored us, challenged us, pushed us rebuked us, lahat na Lord ng ginawa, Lord, to shape us to become the man who we are today. I pray, Lord, give each and every, every listener, Lord, that joy of experiencing uh, uh, what, what the Father heart of God is in the community that you've given to us. Lord, for every single man who might be listening here, mm-hmm. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would raise them up to be godly man. Bring the right men in their lives who would walk with them and shape them Lord, you said, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Give us those kind of men in our lives. Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Dennis, for being with us today. Thank Salam. you. Um, you know, I, I just remember those of you who are listening, and if you're a single mom, that's one of the things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, enlist other men who can surround titos and titas, people from church, sorry, titos rather, and, and men from church that can surround and help your son 
uh, grow up to become a man after God's own heart. Well, that's it. Uh, that's our episode. Uh, I hope this has helped you and give uh, clarity, at least on this topic. We'd love for you to ask your own questions. Do email us or even feedback. Walk daily at victoryfort.church if you have any question or um, insight that you want to share with us. We hope you're excited for more of these conversations. Uh, once again, this is Paolo. This is your Walk Daily podcast. And they these are available on Spotify and Apple. And the show notes are available on our website, Walk Daily, spelled as walkdai.ly. Thank you so much for joining us. See you in our next episode. God bless you.